want to welcome you back to another episode of The Why Behind You. For my first-time listeners, once again, thank you for tuning in for the very first time. And then also for my repeat listeners, thank you for coming back and listening again to another week of The Why Behind You. I'll tell you, this past several weeks has been a very, very uh, fun and interesting time just talking about a lot of different topics. And if you've not had the opportunity to listen to the previous segments, please uh, encourage you to go back and take a listen to those. This week, we're going to focus a bit more on something that is it, we all experience, something that we all have the opportunity to get better at, and sometimes we intermittently um, expose ourselves to this, and that is the idea or the focus around confidence or self-confidence. And you know, this 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 topic today and the discussion points today, we're going to focus really uh, on what is confidence or self-confidence. How do we build it? And then how do we actually focus on maintaining that confidence that we have? And, you know, and what, what's going to drive us there? So as always, I like to dive into, we, we can't really begin to talk about a topic or a discussion until we understand the true meaning behind it. But if you look at the fundamental definition of confidence, it's a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. And what's interesting about that definition is the entire definition focuses on the individual. It's one's own self-assurance, one's own abilities, one's own appreciation for their qualities. And so Marcus Garvey once said, if you have no confidence in self, you are twice defeated in the race of life. With confidence, you have won even before you've started. We've talked about this over the last several weeks and the last several episodes around the mindset is the key. It's the foundation for every single thing that we do. And if the foundation is not solid, everything else around it, above it, crumbles. And your mindset has to be the central point and the focal point of how you build your self-confidence, how you build yourself, and how you continue to push forward um, and overcome obstacles. Because let's face it, if every day of the week, every month of the year, we were 100% successful in everything that we did, we would be unbelievably successful, unbelievably wealthy, and unbelievably confident in our own ability and what we can and cannot do. But honestly, if we were successful all the time, we would never be worried about what we couldn't do because we were always successful. So we know that's not the case. Even for your most successful individuals, there are times where there's intermittent lack of confidence or an intermittent um, challenge with your ability and your, your, your confidence in your ability. So how do we build confidence? So we talked about it's a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. So that takes you having a deeper dive into self and understanding what are your strengths? What are areas that you are absolutely great at? And then what areas are you not so great at? And be realistic with yourself about that. So how do we build confidence? You know, we, when you think about it, we are less confident with things that are uncomfortable or things that are unfamiliar. And a lot of times those things are, are, are things that were not part of our everyday routine. They're not part of our everyday task or skills or habits. So we don't do them all the time. So when we are put in a position of having to do it, it becomes a challenge. 
So we worry a little bit. We overthink. Am I doing this right? What if I don't do this correctly? Or what if I fail? We think about those things and we, we tend to psych ourselves, for better, lack of a better phrase, we psych ourselves out. And that's when we make mistakes, when we overthink. But going back to how we build confidence, how do we overcome, how do we make the uncomfortable and the familiar, the comfortable and the familiar? How do we do that? Well, we have to expose ourselves to them a little bit at a time. And it's not something that you have to conquer and, and defeat this big task all at once. You chip away little bit by little bit. That's how the good become great and the great become phenomenal. I've mentioned that before. It's the small things that we do, the small things that we expose ourselves to every single day, little by little. And over time, we look back and we realize, wow, I've become really good at this or wow, this is a strength of mine. So your mentality and, and the focus around your mentality before you even approach something can be the foundation and the start for whether it's going to be successful or whether it's going to be less than successful. You have to mentally visualize yourself as you want to see yourself, right? So when you have an idea of how you want to see yourself, how you want to present yourself, then you have to move into the next step of understanding and determining what is it that I need to do and what is it that I need to gain or what experiences do I need to expose myself to in order to get there, and bottom line, just do it. It's very interesting that we can often sit and hyper-analyze things and think about it from a standpoint of, well, I'll, be, I'll do this when I get here, or once I get enough experience in this, then I'll be ready for that. And that's not the case. It will never be a perfect scenario and never be a perfect setting. So you have to just jump out and you have to do it and expose yourself to, to the experiences, expose yourself to the uncomfortable things periodically, every single day. So once again, no excuses, just do it. Just, just, and if you don't get it right the first time, that's totally okay. You come back a second time because you've learned what not to do that for, uh, from the first time and you continue to build and learn and gain those experiences. So What's another way that we build our confidence? We're often surrounded by a lot of different personalities, a lot of different perspectives, a lot of different stigmas that tell us how we should be. But you are the person that knows you best. And you can't, as I mentioned in a previous episode, we can't measure ourselves by the standards of society or the standards of other people. So you have to stay positive. You have to offer uplifting comments and statements to yourself on a daily basis, even sometimes multi, multiple times a day, because that you need that on your own internal affirmation. And that's critical. You have to be positive to yourself. You have to uplift yourself. You have to give yourself that pat on the back when you deserve it. But you also have to be very, very realistic when yourself and not overinflate or hyperinflate your, your feedback to yourself. If you don't believe it, why should others believe in it for you? And I always think about that because people always look for outside sources to be the, be the fuel for 
what gives them that positive energy, and that's fine. That is great. You should. You should. We should all have those. I have those. We should all have those external um, uh, resources or those external little um, people or mentors or, or things in our ear that give us that reassurance and that continue to, to give us affirmation as well. But if you don't believe it, you can't expect someone else to believe it for you. If you don't believe in your own ability and your own skills, then unless you plan on having someone on payroll to walk around and, 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 and chime into your ear every second of every single day to just reaffirm how good you are at something, then it's all for naught. If you don't believe it, then no one else will. But then the, 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 once you have formed this, 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 this model around yourself and you have formed this habit of reassuring yourself and believing in your own self and your own ability, then you, know, you want to also surround yourself with people that are like-minded, the people that are uplifting, people that are supportive. But if you, if you look at what I just did, I, 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 it started with you. And then it's supported by them. It doesn't start with them and then that builds to you and and continuously supports you because that's not a sustainable model. So just think about that. Um, But once again, it starts in your mind. You know, Muhammad Ali said once, he said, I am the greatest. And I said that before I knew I was. He was bound and determined to actually set a standard for himself that he was going to be great and he worked toward that. But as we're going to talk about here in the next in, in the next point I'm going to make, you can't set an overarching goal that's unbelievably um, out of your reach and then you don't accomplish it how you want it in the time frame that you want it. And then all of a sudden you're you're defa- you're defeated. You're you, you feel that, you know what, I'm not as good. You have to have, you know, smaller goals that you set for yourself. And, you know, continue to build upon those little bit by little bit until you accomplish whatever goal or whatever task it is. But those little things, those small wins, those successes along the way actually help build your confidence. Now, every day you should take a step back and you should take a step in looking at what are things that absolutely scare you. What are things that absolutely freak you out? Things that you are, no, you know you're not great at, but also things that it terrifies you to think about, I have to do this. And if those are things that are, are experiences or situations or what have you that you know you need to get better at, you know you need to expose yourself to, you need to find a way to expose yourself to those things every single day in some way, some, some shape or fashion, but small bites here or there, or it may be, uh, you know, you, you make a dedicated effort regardless and you set yourself down to the task and you say, I'm going to put myself in an uncomfortable situation. But until you do that, until you put yourself out there, you don't continue to build your confidence in yourself and your confidence in your ability and have a true appreciation for your ability and those qualities that you are trying to enhance and that you're trying to get better at. You don't have a true appreciation for that unless you expose yourself. You can't just flip a switch one from one night to the next or from one day to the next and become great at something. In order to become great and super confident at it, and, and you have to expose yourself to it. So 
Simply put, you gain confidence with exposing yourself to your areas of need. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with the vulnerability or exposing yourself to the vulnerability of trying to do better at those things, right? Richard Klein once said, confidence is preparation. Everything else is beyond your control. Preparation starts with the, the mental aspect of you understanding what you need to accomplish, what you need to do, how you need to improve yourself. And then that continued preparation is you exposing yourself to those areas where you lack confidence, to those situations where you're fearful and you're uncomfortable and it's unfamiliar. And the, the preparation is a continuous cycle where you expose yourself on a day-by-day basis until you become great at it. Or you may not always become great at it. You may just become good at it, but you are incrementally growing yourself You're incrementally growing your skill. And then as a byproduct, you're incrementally growing your self-confidence. So I can tell you for myself, when it comes to, I don't lack in confidence in a lot of areas. I mean, at all. I mean, anyone that knows me would, would, would agree to that. But I wasn't always that way. You know, as a, as a kid growing up and experiencing a lot of things, just sports was really something that pushed me out of a comfort zone. It pushed me into some uncomfortable areas, but it also built a lot of mental stamina for myself. And that was something that every step of the day, if I wasn't great at it, I was going to go out and try to work a little bit harder and a little bit harder and a little bit smarter to understand the best way to improve myself. But one thing that I can say with all honesty, and I know a lot of people that are this way as well, is we are our own worst critics. We are the first to to hyperanalyze ourselves when something doesn't go well. But let me ask you a question. How often are you able to step back and give yourself a pat on the back, commend yourself for a job well done? It feels kind of weird, doesn't it? It feels a little awkward to actually do that. And I'll tell you, I, I haven't always done that. I've stepped back and I've said, yeah, I do this well, and I feel like I'm pretty good at, at that, but I've not been very consistent over my life and over my career of stepping back and really saying, Jason, you did a great job there. You really did a good job. No, I've done just the opposite. I've been the person that's much more critical of myself, and even though the outcome was pretty solid or was fairly good, my first thought was, how could I have done that better? So we're our own worst critics. And I I challenge you to ask yourself, and I challenge you to to be real with yourself and, and, and ask yourself, how often have you committed yourself for a job well done? How often do you find an opportunity to congratulate and compliment yourself on a daily basis or a weekly basis, whatever it may be? How often have you done that? So as we move into, and I alluded to it just a little while ago, um, you know, you take the small steps, you take the small victories, you set smaller goals that are more obtainable for yourself in conjunction with larger stretch goals. But, you know, you have to set yourself up for success. 
too often we are discouraged or defeated in our own abilities because we set goals for ourselves from the onset that are too high or they're too difficult to achieve right out the gate. It's going to be very challenging for you to achieve overnight success with any particular task if you have not trained yourself to sharpen your skills, you've not trained yourself and built your confidence and built your stamina to be able to overcome those things, overcome those, those skill sets that you're maybe not as, as strong in, or to overcome those uncomfortable or unfamiliar scenarios that, you, that you're in. You can't be great at those things if you haven't prepared yourself, if you haven't exposed yourself. So goes back to the thought process of every day, put yourself in an uncomfortable scenario. Put yourself in an uncomfortable situation until it becomes a bit more comfortable, a bit more tolerable, and a bit more, you know, we'll say for lack of a better word, easy for you to endure. And as you see over time and that training that you put yourself through and putting yourself in those scenarios, that it becomes a bit easier, becomes a lot more comfortable, and you build more confidence once again. So set smaller goals to help with incremental achievements. But do that in conjunction with creating loftier stretch goals to challenge and push yourself. Because if you're not challenging and you're not pushing yourself, then you're not growing. You're not building your confidence and you're not developing yourself. So I'll leave you with one final quote by Mark Victor Hansen. He said, don't wait until everything is just right. It will never be perfect. There will always be challenges, obstacles, and less than perfect conditions. So what? Get started now. With each step you take, you will grow stronger and stronger, more and more skilled, more and more self-confident, and more and more successful. If you don't push yourself, and challenge yourself to step out of your comfort zone. If you don't put yourself on a daily basis into uncomfortable scenarios or unfamiliar scenarios in order for those to become more familiar and become more comfortable, you won't build a confidence and you won't build the stamina to endure those things when you have to. Think back to the definition of confidence, a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities and qualities. You have to be willing to put yourself out there and expose yourself, expose your vulnerabilities in order to get better. And it starts with you. It starts in your mind. It starts with your attitude. But it starts with you. You are the foundation. If you don't appreciate it and you don't have a vested interest in it, then you can't expect anyone else outside of you to, to have that. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt the topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions to you at thewhybehindyou.org. And you can also follow me on Facebook and Twitter at The Why Behind You. I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Why Behind You.